Hey y'all, welcome to Midnight Cry. This is your host, Nico. Welcome, welcome, welcome. As always, it is an honor and a privilege to be here with you guys tonight. I am so elated about this word. Oh my goodness. You know, in living in this world with so much going on, what do we do? What do we do? I've been seeing people saying, Throw 2020 in the trash. 2020 ain't no good. You know, it ain't been nothing but sickness, death, disaster, injustices, oppression, blah, 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 blah. You know, and you got the Black Lives Matter. You got the All Lives Matter. You got hate. You got, I mean, it's just so much going on. Yes, it is. It is. It really is. So what do we do? What do we, how do we, as children of God, respond in this world? How do we respond to the injustices? How do we respond according to Scripture the way that God would have us? How do we represent the God of all things in this hour? Well... There is a word from the Lord, and it's called peculiar, peculiar. Um, I love words. I love words. And um, I read a lot. Like, y'all, I read so much, you wouldn't even imagine how much I read. I was talking to a sister today, and she was like, how do you do that? How can you just read? She was like, I can read the Bible. I can get in my word. I can break down stuff. She was like, but just reading other stuff, I can't do it. (laughs) I love to read. I've always been a reader. I remember uh, when um, we were little kids, and we stayed on 22nd and Benton, and they had a library on 23rd in Benton and we would be like Matilda you you, have you ever seen the movie Matilda where she would take that dang on wagon and go get all the books she could muster up yeah that's how me and my brothers used to be and I would read to them read to them read to them sit and teach them while school was out you know during the summer break so yeah I love to read like that's one of my favorite things to do but anyway again there is a word from the Lord and you know God called his children peculiar called them peculiar and so what does that actually mean it means uh to refuse to conform to any rule or conduct that is contrary to the letter or spirit of god peculiar i want to read that definition again it is the refusal to conform to any rule or conduct that is contrary to the letter or spirit of God. We are a peculiar people. We are a peculiar people. Um, it is, um, I see so many people that profess to be children of God responding to this uh, time, to, to all the things that's going on in this world in a way that uh is much like the world and so it 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 sparked my uh curiosity as to why is it that we profess to be children of god but respond contrary to god's word and um 
the the conclusion that I was able to come up with is the very fact that um, our emotions um, get us in a lot of trouble, a lot of trouble. It we are going to feel, we are going to feel the injustice. We are going to feel the oppression. We are going to feel the hate and the evil around us, right? We're going to feel those things and it's going to anger us and it's, and it's going to anger us. But God told us to be angry and sin not. Okay. So it's going to anger us. And, and that's, that's a good thing because that's saying there's, there's something, there's something that's off going on around me, around me. But when I allow what's going on around me to enter me, then my response is going to be like though that those around me, that thing that's around me. So it has it has then consumed me. It is beginning to consume me. It is beginning to make me like it. But God says that I'm peculiar. I'm peculiar. So tonight we're going to go into First um, Peter chapter two. And um, we're going to see what God says, what God says, what God says. He says, wherefore, laying aside all malice in guile, in hypocrisies, in envyings, in evil speaking. So that first verse right there, that first verse right there says, lay aside malice, guile, hypocrisies envies in evil speaking so he's saying don't be don't be malice don't don't let the things that's going on around you consume you don't because if you do then you will then you will have malice in you you'll have guile in you you'll be a hypocrite you'll envy where they are because the people that are doing these things are in high places they have um the the best of the world you get what i'm saying so he said don't even envy that and don't speak evil of them don't speak evil about them i don't i don't want you to do that i don't want you to do that i don't want you to do that he says but this is what i do want he said i as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby take this time to become as newborn babies getting in the word accepting the milk of the word that we may grow thereby that we may grow into the peculiar people that he has called us to be it says if so be ye have tasted that the lord is gracious to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God in precious. So he's saying, look, Jesus, the stone, the living stone that was rejected by men, but chosen of God and he is precious. He said, look to him, look to him, look to him. Ye also as lively, as lively stones are built up a spiritual house. In holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by by Jesus Christ. I'm going to read that again. Ye also as lively stones are built up in a spiritual house, not an earthly house, not a worldly house, but a spiritual house. He says in a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual 
spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. What are spiritual sacrifices? Spiritual sacrifices are things that are are that we desire to keep like the malice and the guile and the hypocrisy and the envy and the, and the evil speaking. And we desire to keep these things not because we are evil, but because it's flesh desires for us to keep it. You understand what I'm saying? And so what he's saying is no, 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 no. You are a lively uh, stone and you are built up in God's house, in the spiritual house. You no longer are to concern yourself with what's going on around you. You are to uh, come as a sincere babe, get in the word that you may grow thereby. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. So he's saying, if you believe in him, if you believe in Jesus, the chief cornerstone, if you believe in him, then you will not be confounded. Unto you, therefore, which believe he is precious. So to us, Jesus is precious. When you say the name of Jesus in this world, they like he's fake. He's made up. He's this. He's that. He's blase. This, that and the third. OK, so you have that going on, right? You have that going on. So he says it, it's foolishness to them. It says, um, unto you, therefore, which believe he is precious, but unto them, which be disobedient, the stone, which the builders rejected, the same is made the head of the corner, the head of the corner, the, the goal being built up into a spiritual house with Jesus being a cornerstone means that he is, uh, our example. He is our example. He too was in this world. He too was in this world. He understands uh, being in a world full of evil. He understands what that's like. He understands what it's like to be rejected and, 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 and spoken evil of. He understands the what it's like to be oppressed. He understands all of our infirmities. He can, he understands. And so he's saying, we, what Peter is telling to us is, if you are really um, peculiar. If you are really children of God, then come on and, and sit in his word. Be as babes coming to his word, not thinking that you know it, what he's talking about, but to really hear what he is saying, what he is really designed for you to be so that you can be a stone suitable in the building, the spiritual building. In a stone of stumbling, in a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. So he's saying, yeah, some uh, some people are going to stumble at the word of God. It's going to be offensive to them. Even to them which stumble at the word, people stumble at the word of God being disobedient. That's what makes us stumble. When we read the word and we don't obey the word, then we become, we stumble over the word. But he says, that's okay, even too. Don't worry about that. Because that, that, that they were appointed to that. He said, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises. We should be praising God right now because our redemption draws nigh. 
of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Now, if he has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light, then we have no fellowship with darkness. But everybody that is uh, designed to come out of the darkness will be drawn to us. He will draw them to us so that they can, they too can be pulled out of the darkness. But if we are in darkness with them, if we are responding like them, then we are in darkness and are not the light. Amen. Which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. We know what it was like when we were in the world. We know what it was like to be in darkness. We know. We know. So he's saying, but you're no longer that. And so you don't have the luxury to respond like that because I'm going to need you to remain light so that I can draw men unto myself by way of the light that I've placed in you. He says, dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims abstain from fleshly lusts. Which war against the soul, fleshly lust. When we think about fleshly lust, the first thing we want to talk about is fornication, adultery, drunkenness. But no, look at the devices that the enemy is using that is warring um, that are fleshly lust, that are fleshly lust, lust like malice, like guile. Like hypocrisy, like envy, like evil speaking. Those are fleshly lust that is warring against our very souls. So he's saying, but you are, I, I, he said, dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims abstain from these things, which war against your soul. Having your conversation honest among the Gentiles that whereas they speak against you as evil Doers, they may by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of visitation, in the day of judgment. Check this out. When we don't respond the way that the world responds, the first thing they say is, you Christians are fake. You Christians are this. You Christians are that. They speak evil of us. When we say, love your enemies, bless and curse not. They call that foolishness. They speak evil of us. But he's telling us, don't, don't stray from that. Don't stray from that. Because people are going to see that they, that they may see your good works and they shall glorify God. Yeah. Because who can stand in the midst of the all the chaos and the confusion and hatred and oppression and injustice in this world and, 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 and stand at a place and say, you know what? I'm going to love you anyway. I'm going to honor you anyway. I'm going to bless you anyway. That's foolishness to the world. Yeah, but because we are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, and a peculiar people, a people that refuse to conform to any rule or conduct that is contrary to the letter, to the letter or spirit of God. That's what being peculiar is. It is standing in in and being totally different from the world around us. Isn't that the example that Jesus gave? 
It didn't matter what everybody else was doing. It didn't matter what everybody else was saying. It didn't matter that that it was injustice going on around him by the government that was that is set in place at his time, by the religious system that was set in place at his time. It did not matter what was going on around him. His mission was to to be the light of the world. And that is our mission is to be the light of the world. And that only comes by being by by being babes and coming in drinking the sincere milk of the word of God. That we may grow thereby. Growing for what? What are we growing for? Are we growing to be seen? No, we are growing so that we can endure. Okay? This is about endurance. This is about enduring until the end. Yeah, yeah, it's about enduring until the end. That is why we get in God's word. That is why we sit and sup with him. So that his word can can be our anchor. So that his word can give us what we need to endure in the days that we are living in. So then he, Peter goes on to instruct us. And how we are to conduct ourselves in a world, in the world that we live in. He says, submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be the king as supreme or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. I bet you y'all saying, man, he want us to submit to this government that we are up under. Yes. Now here is. Wisdom. Because to be peculiar, it says to refuse to conform to any rule or conduct that is contrary to the letter or spirit of God. Here's an example. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, and Daniel were both under rule of King Nebuchadnezzar. Okay? They were under his rule. And he put in different uh, laws to ensnare them from obeying, being peculiar people of God, okay? So when they stood on the mandate, the principle, the word of God, um, Shadrach, and Meshach, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was thrown into the fiery furnace. And what did God do? He protected them in the furnace, when they put in a mandate that Daniel was not to pray, that the, nobody was to pray to uh, any other God but the God of that kingdom, what did Daniel do? He continued to pray three times a day to God because he was. They were peculiar. They refused to conform to any rule or conduct or conduct that is contrary to the letter or spirit of God. So he's not telling us to to. Um, negate what God says to obey the government set above us. I want us to hear exactly what is being said. He said, submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of who? Evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. For so is the will of God that with well doing ye may be put to that ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. As free 
and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as the servants of God. Honor all men. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the king. Servants, be subject to your masters without fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the forward. For this is thankworthy if a man for consciencing toward God endure grief, suffering, wrongfully. For what glory is it if, when ye be buffeted for your faults, ye shall take it patiently? But if you, when you do well and suffer for it, you take it patiently, for this is acceptable before God. This sounds like a, this sounds like a great big old contradiction. You mean to tell me you want me to suffer and I'm and I'm I I'm not doing anything to these people? You want me to honor these people? You want me to honor my oppressor? You want me to honor my taskmaster? You want me to honor these evil men? Are you telling me this guy? Yes, that's what he said. He said, "Do it. Do that." That's what my people do. Jesus even in his stance of being God incarnate did these very things that Peter is telling us to do right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 a cross. That's a heavy cross to bear, isn't it? That's a heavy cross to bear. When he stood before the king, Pontius Pilate, he stood before the governor, because he wasn't the king, he was the governor in that providence. He stood before Pontius Pilate, and Pontius Pilate, he didn't even open his mouth. And Pontius Pilate said, what you want, speak to me? Don't you know I have uh, your life? I, I determine whether you live or die. Jesus said, the power that you have wouldn't even be given to you unless my father gave it to you. So if he's, if my father allowed you to have that power, then he is the one with greater, that is, has the greater sin. This is what Jesus said. So he said, whatever your will is, Father, whatever your will is, Father, let that be done. And that's where he wants to bring us to. He wants to bring us to a place in him that says, your will be done, Father. On earth as it is in heaven. You know the plans that you have for us. Plans for uh, 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 plans to uh, prosper us and not to harm us. To give us a future and a hope. You know what you have planned for us. We just have to submit to his authority. Which says submit to the authority that I have over you right now. And do it and, and, and endure this patiently. Endure it patiently because it's acceptable before me. For even hereunto were ye, were ye called because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. Who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. Who, when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not. But committed himself to him that judgeth righteously. Mm -hmm. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. That we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Are we greater than Jesus who, 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 who 
is sinless. Oh, we can't we can't submit because you know I'm I'm in Christ and I'm the head and not the tail and 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 the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and so it belongs to me. Well, that's not what the example that Jesus gave us. So either we are children of God, peculiar people, a part of the royal priesthood, which is a reflection of who Jesus is, or we're not. Either we are stones being placed in the building, or we are not. Because any stone that does not follow in the pattern of Jesus, is, it will be thrown away. It won't go into the building. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For ye were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. Have we been? Are we or ain't we? Are we or ain't we? He called us out of darkness into his marvelous light so that we could be light. So that we can show by our conduct by our patient endurance, by our suffering, in the example of he who redeemed us. Are we greater than Jesus? Are we greater than Jesus? Do we think because we have been saved that we ain't going to suffer? We are a peculiar people. We don't go in the way that the world goes. We don't think like the world. We we have the mind of Christ in us. So be that we have the mind of Christ in us. And if we don't, is he ain't called time yet. So we still have time to get in his word so that our minds can be transformed to the mind of Christ. So that our lives can be conformed to the image of he who we who redeemed us. It's high time that we let our light shine and and not continue to waver back and forth from darkness into light. Either we're going to stay in the light or we're going to have to stay in the darkness. But we have a choice to make and we have to decide quickly, y'all. Where are we going to stay? Where are we going to stay? What example are we going to show? Who are we reflecting? And if the righteous scarcely make it, where does that leave the rest of the world? Do we really care about those that are still in darkness? Because if we really care about those that are still in darkness, we will be the light. We will stay in the light and we will let our light shine in darkness. In darkness. It's not God's desire that any of us should perish. And if Jesus had not submitted to the sovereignty of God, there would be no redemption for us. If Jesus didn't suffer that gruesome death, that humiliating death, that gruesome death, that horrific death, that shameful death, there would be no us today. There would be no reconciliation. 
And so because we have such a great high priest that it's not beyond um, compassion for what we are going through because he went through it himself. We, we must, those of us that are a peculiar people, that are a chosen generation, that are a royal priesthood, that is a holy nation, that is a peculiar people, if we really are, we'll, we'll, we'll follow the example of Jesus. And we will deny ourselves. And we will pick up our cross and we will follow him daily. The cross is heavy. The cross is heavy. But we don't have to bear the cross alone. We are not bearing the cross alone. Y'all. Let's be the peculiar people that God called us to be. Let us be the peculiar people that God called us to be. Amen. I love y'all. Thank you for joining Midnight Cry. You all have a blessed evening.